Fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, it is indeed. Welcome into the program, the post-Monday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. Although, what a day it's been, man. What a day. It has been a strange one. It has been a frustrating one, got to admit. It has been a challenging one nonetheless. But hey, we're here. We do our what we do best which is try and relieve a little bit of that political tension that you may have built up inside you. Welcome into the show. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you, your millennial general, doing what we do best here on the program each and every day. A big show lined up for you today, and I'm kind of glad that it's here because I need to get some things off my chest. Got to admit, it's been a frustrating... Today's been a weird day. So, Saturday, I was driving around, had a flat tire. Now, let me back up, actually. About, I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I had a blowout on the side of the road. Got it fixed. This last weekend, had a flat tire. Looked down, and my tire was pretty darn low. Got it filled up, drove home, was like, oh, maybe it was a one-time fluke, maybe the temperature changes, the springtime, everything, eh, whatever, we'll just, I haven't checked them in a while, fill them up. Got back here yesterday to work, was about ready to go home, saw it was flat again, put some air in it, was able to get home, limped it back today, got and checked it, and the leaky valve on the, the stem, the valve stem on the tire was leaking, which was the same as the previous tire that actually had the blowout, went completely flat on the side of the road. Which is really frustrating because they're brand new tires as of like November of last year. So I was a little frustrated, going to have to figure that one out. So I had to deal with that. Again, first world problems, not the biggest thing in the entire world. But today, I think especially, everybody's on edge. And I've noticed that with some individuals out, out and about in public where there's a lot of people on edge. Now, first off, for those that do celebrate it or at least recognize it or acknowledge it in some way, shape or form, today is summer solstice. Today is the longest day of the year as we officially kick off into summertime. Summer solstice is a very big celebration for some. Uh, Just the fact that we're going into summertime or depending on religious or spiritual practices that you have. But it's above that beyond as well. If you ever notice during the full moon, people act very strange as well. It's where they're just on edge. Maybe they do really stupid stuff. And if you don't believe me, then just go to an ER center on a full moon night. Talk to a policeman on a full moon night. Talk to doctors on a full moon night. Work in customer service during a full moon. You can see how people are cranky and they're mean and they're emotional. They're just a little strange on those days. And it's just because of the uh, the gravitational energetic pull from the moon. And obviously we're made up of like 80% water. So therefore, just like the tide in the ocean that's caused by the gravity of the moon, it causes a little bit of a gravitational pull in our brains and in the water that's in our body. So we just act a little bit funky and emotions run a high. Well, today, not only is it summer solstice, which some say have weird energetic powers to that. I don't know what that means, but supposedly there's some weird thing to that. 
at the same time, there are five planets that are aligning in the, in the sky tonight, like all in a row, which is supposed to create some other type of gravitational energetic pull, which I totally believe. I could totally see that. If the moon pulls at us, then why the heck would five planets do the same thing? Or why wouldn't they? So uh, I think that's why there's some very strange people out and about. So while you're driving home this afternoon, be cautious, be careful, and watch out for the crazies out there. I also think that was my frustrations with my car problems because while it was a stupid little valve on the tire, I've been very grumpy today. The fact that I had to deal with that after brand new tires were just put on back in November. Just my little pet peeve, throwing that out there. Why the hell not? There's also another significance to today, which I do have to give a shout out to Mrs. Voice of Reason. Ten years ago today, ten years ago today, I propose to Mrs. Voice of Reason to marry me. Now, there's a fun story, and I won't get into the entire story because we're not here to talk about my personal life. But, you know, for a little you and my one-on-one connection here, I give you a little scoop. So 10 years ago, we dated for years. We were high school sweethearts. We've dated for, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 years. And uh, let's see, when did I graduate? I graduated 2017. So whatever that means, I was two years prior to that. I met her my sophomore year of high school, if that puts it into perspective for you. So we've dated off and on. And uh, in when we got engaged 10 years ago in 2012, I had just moved back actually from Kansas. I had moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was working at a radio station out there. She was living just a couple hours away. Uh, working at a bank, and she was transferring back down to Colorado Springs for us to plan on getting together at some point. But I wanted to make it official, so she came down that weekend, and I was planning to propose. Now, I had this master plan all laid out. I had it ready. It was going to be romantic. It was going to be awesome. I was ready to make this thing happen. I had gone to the star registry because, like we just talked about, I obviously am into astronomy, if I wasn't in politics, I actually planned to go to college for physics and astronomy and, and do that stuff. I had gone to the star registry and I named a star after us together. And I had the most romantic thing laid out to where it was going to be nighttime. It was going to be dark. I was going to drive up living in Colorado Springs at the time. I was going to drive up to Pikes Peak at the top of the mountain there. And I was going to show her the star that I had named after us with the star registry and then at the top of the mountain overlooking the city of Colorado Springs with the with the star I was going to get down and propose at the top of the mountain wonderful plan there was one little flaw however in the master plan that I had it was the longest damn day of the year <laughs> and I was not aware of that at that time I knew nothing about summer solstice. I did not know it was the longest day of the year. So she's getting ready because I told her we're going to go out and we're going to do the do the engagement and then go have dinner. Well, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and she's like getting ready, doing her thing. And she's like, all right, when are we going to go? I don't know. I'm not ready yet. Trying to play it off because she didn't know what was going to happen. Trying to play off the fact that, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to go propose. I'm waiting. I'm looking outside and it's still bright as day out there brightest day and it's like eight o'clock at night now and i'm like i'm i'm getting nervous and i'm like what do we do i have to wait for it to get dark to start driving up the mountain i have to propose to her i guess what i could have done which was kind of the 2020 hindsight but in the really um nervous wreck situation that i was in i wasn't thinking we should have gone to dinner first and then gone and done that but uh, to me i was like it would have been perfect to go and have dinner after we propose that's gonna be perfect that's the way it's gonna happen by golly so we wait till like nine o'clock and she's like, Andy, I am starving. I haven't eaten all day. What are we doing? I guess it's like 830 because it's just finally starting to get maybe a little dusk. I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Here we go. So we get in the car 
And at that time, I have a really, really crappy car. I mean, it was it, I bought it for like $1,000. It leaked antifreeze, and it wouldn't go more than a few miles without overheating. So I'm sitting there driving, trying to drive up the winding mountain, up the mountain of Pikes Peak, stopping every little bit because it's overheating and having to put more antifreeze in the car at the time. Driving up the mountain, we finally get about three quarters of the way up the mountain, and my car won't go any further. And I said, you know what? This is perfect. We pull off to the side of the road, a little like viewing area there, and it's still like dusk, and we're just sitting there. And trying to bide the time, I'm teasing her of, oh, you know, is there going to be like a banner flying by an airplane? Is something going to happen here? And uh, nothing, waiting for just the peak of some stars to come out, just to be like, hey, that's kind of where it's at. So sure enough, we wait. It gets dark. I pull it out. I fumble around because now I ill-prepared and nervous as I was. Totally didn't know where my star registry stuff was in the back seat. Didn't have a light or anything. Finally got it and uh, was able to show her like, hey, here's some paperwork. Here's the star registry. There's the star. And then I got done to propose. And then by the time we get to the restaurant, it's 10 o'clock. They're closing and don't even get dinner. So what do we do? We drive through the drive-through of the Taco Bell. Romantic dinner. That's what <laughs> that's what it's all about. And that was my engagement story that happened 10 years ago today. It is unbelievable that it's been 10 years. We got married in September. So coming up September this year will be our 10th year anniversary. Super excited not to like spill all my guts about personal stories, but I found that kind of ironic and fun and figured and enjoy that one a little bit. We've got a lot to get to today. Bottom of the hour, we have the assistant chief of police for the Dallas Police Department, uh, Daniel Garcia. He'll be joining the program. We're going to talk about ways that he has on trying to stop school shootings and mass shootings in public. What can we do from the law enforcement's perspective? We also have the latest news of what happened down in the Uvalde school shooting as well. Obviously, still some more news leaking out of that one during the investigation, but his take on it. So we'll talk with Daniel Garcia, Chief Daniel Garcia, coming up at the bottom of the hour here. Today, though, as we mentioned, the emotions running high. There's some crazy people out in the streets. There's some crazy people in Washington, D.C. as well today as the January 6th hearings commenced. And it was nothing but a blankety blank show, if you know what I mean. What's trending today? I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it is worth mentioning because I I didn't pay attention to it. I did not watch it. I did not listen to it. Here at the radio studios, we have our TV up to where I can see some of the news headlines flashing just in case there's something breaking. And a while ago, I saw good old Adam Schiff pop up there with the headline saying that they're investigating Trump because Trump tried to coerce local state officials to change the vote in the election in the states of Arizona and Georgia. I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? This guy's nuts, first off. No one believes what Adam Schiff has to say because he's kind of not the brightest guy on the face of the earth. He doesn't have the highest of IQs, but we'll go along with it. So I look it up, and today there was a few different testimonies from both Arizona and from the state of Georgia. So I looked, all right, you know what? If he's forcefully trying to coerce individuals in these states to change votes or to change the outcome of the election, what was he trying to do? And according to TheHill.com, they don't give any information. They don't give any details. They give nothing about what the details were about how they were trying to change it. All they were doing was giving the emotional arguments, which, again, it's summer solstice. There's five different planets aligning up right now. There's a very big energetic whatever to where people are very emotional today. Totally get it. But here's what the allegations were. According to TheHill.com, according to Shay Freeman Moss, a former Georgia election worker, 
who was a target of the conspiracy theory spread by former President Donald Trump and the allies, according to TheHill.com. She says that, quote, my life was turned upside down. It turned my life upside down. I no longer give out my business card. I don't transfer calls. I don't want anyone knowing my name. I don't go anywhere with my mom. I don't go to the grocery store at all. I haven't been anywhere at all, and I've gained more than 60 pounds. I don't do anything anymore. I don't want to go anywhere. I second-guess everything I do. It's affected my life It's a, in a major way, in every way, all because of the lies. That's the allegation. My life was turned upside down. Wait, what? what I mean, how, how? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Can you give some details here on what actually changed your life upside down, or is it just the emotional pleas today? I get that it's a very emotional type of day for a lot of individuals with summer solstice and everything, but can we please talk about facts, talk about truth, talk about the investigation and getting down to the details? What happened? So apparently they just, it was very traumatic for them because the White House officials at the time were apparently calling them and asking them questions about, was this legitimate? Was this not legitimate? You should try and, you know, question this. You should actually not count these because of this allegation. And because of that, they were trying to, quote unquote, rig the election by overturning it. Now, if you truly honestly believe that the election was rigged and that some of those votes didn't count and you're trying to find the justification to not count those, wouldn't you be calling and saying, hey, wait a second, can you pause these for a second? Can you put these on hold? Set those aside because these are questionable numbers and we need to make sure to get the truth out there. But because apparently that was asked, their life was traumatized. And that was the testimony to accuse Donald Trump of rigging the election and trying to sway it and swing it. This stuff's driving me nuts and it makes my brain hurt a little bit. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So these January 6th hearings, the fact that the mainstream media is still broadcasting them live, they still have all these pundits talking about it, it's a little absurd. The January 6th committee itself already said they're not bringing official federal charges against Trump for anything. They just want to present the entire case to the attorney general's office and allow them to do what they deem necessary for that. So I don't know what's going to happen from this. But asking for them at the time of the election to put some votes onto the side and on hold for the official count until they look at the investigation to see whether some are actually fraudulent or not fraudulent. I don't know that that would be actually accusatory of wanting to sway the election or turn it or overturn it or sway it one way or the other. That's just saying, hey, I want to make sure that they're valid before we actually count them. Is that is, is that a difficult thing? I don't know if that's a Bad. Apparently, that's a bad thing, though, because you just need to do whatever they say, and any type of uh, outcome that you get, you just have to accept it with no question whatsoever. Now, the Democrats don't do that, because obviously Hillary Clinton questioned it, and Barack Obama questioned it, and so many others questioned it over and over again during their elections. But Donald Trump, man, when they said, hey, just set these aside for a second, let's investigate this a little bit, then that apparently is trying to collude and trying to overturn an election, which is a federal offense, and how dare Donald Trump do this? All of it in the name of making sure he cannot run for office again, because what is this going to do at the end of the day? I have not paid attention to this issue because I think it's stupid. I have not paid attention or talked about this issue much because I think it's a waste of time. But if they do go after federal charges against Trump, then we have another situation on our hands because then we have a rogue government that anybody tries to question, they start going after. Which they've been doing to Trump for the whole four years he's been in office, but this takes it to another level. And it's starting to get dangerous, and they're coming out with such ridiculous lies and absurd accusations, all for the name of election season of 2022. Because if Donald Trump is still the face, quote-unquote, of the Republican Party, and the Republican Party's in the lead over Democrats in the early polls for midterms, then why don't we go after Trump to make sure he can't run again and to damage the reputation of the Republicans? And I laugh because I just don't think it's going to work. I really just don't think it's going to work. Right now, people are more caring about what's going on with the gas pump and the price of the gas pump than what they are with Donald Trump and the election and the investigation of the January 6th stuff, which is why we heard issues like, well, this. The fact that we are seeing gas prices impact people's pocketbooks so much right now, would that change how you're considering voting for the next election, whether it's congressional later this year or presidential a couple of years down the road? Definitely, definitely. I just know that one administration had cheaper gas. And this administration has more expensive gas. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. 
Not what you wanted to hear on the mainstream media, especially MSNBC uh, with the Hispanic voters. So well done. There you go. You are losing your base. And while you don't learn your lesson, you would think that you would learn the lesson after once or twice of, oh, hey, maybe we should change up our rhetoric a little bit. Instead, Democrats have the wonderful IQ level of just hunkering down and just trying to double down on the same talking point and think that they're going to get the same uh, response or a different response. What's the definition of insanity? doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, welcome to the Democrat Party. They're insane, baby, and we've been trying to expose that one for a long time. At the same time, how bad the Democrats are, how bad are they, Andy? Well, they're bad enough that Kamala Harris on the campaign trail uh, for the DNC has had to slash her prices. Kamala Harris at a discount price. As according to Fox News, she had to cut her uh, photo ops that she was doing for $15,000 a pop in order for you to get a picture with Kamala Harris at different DNC women's leadership forums and different speeches that she's done. She's had to slash those prices from $15,000 down to $5,000 because they could not sell out the tickets in order for people to come and get a picture with the vice president herself, Kamala Harris. So... According to foxnews.com, she's had to slash those at a discounted price. Kamala, she is rocking it, baby, so well that she's got to lower her expectations a little bit. Kind of fun. Makes me smile a little bit on a day like this. All right, former Phoenix Police Chief, also Assistant Police Chief for the Dallas Police Department, Daniel Garcia. We'll chat with him about school shootings when we come back right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last half hour of the show, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV. Got to give a shout out to the OpsLens family as well, doing our live video stream, OPSLENS.com, on their website, on their app, and on their social media as well. So thanks for hanging out with us. No matter where you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. I'm curious about this January 6th hearing, and then I'll move on because it's just annoying. Again, I haven't paid attention to it at all, but these accusations, it overturned, it turned my life upside down. The fact that they harassed me because they asked me to set aside certain ballots to make sure that they were valid before we actually counted them. Now, 
As far as I'm aware, any evidence, any facts, any supporting evidence to this, or is it just a hearsay of, oh, this is what happened? Is this the new Me Too movement? Is this the new, like, Brett Kavanaugh hearing here? We're going to destroy Trump by just accusing him of wanting to overturn the election illegally when all they were doing was trying to make sure that certain ballots were counted factually. Very strange. But yet they don't have any information, which is why they're not actually trying to go against uh, and go against criminal charges against Trump, they're just going to take the big bundle of stuff and hand it over to the AG's office and then let them do with it as they will. Maybe Kamala Harris can get involved with it and take a picture for $5,000 and everything will be all better. Ha! (sighs) The world we live in today. Let's get into what's trending. What do you say? What's trending today? Super happy to have this guy on the program, and it's an important conversation as we talk about ways to make our nation, our community safer all over the country. And as you know, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart, having been through a high school shooting my senior year of high school, and I've told that story many times before. What can we do to stop the shenanigans after the mass shooting that happened at the Uvalde School uh, down in Texas? And then we saw the shooting just a week after in Oklahoma with a few individuals. A little bit different story, but still none Uh, Still devastating nonetheless. School shootings that are happening all over the place. Why are they happening and what can we do to actually prevent it? And I'm not talking, let's go to D.C. and just ban firearms because that's a really stupid way to try and go up and approach this issue. But excited to have on the program. He's the former chief of police in the Phoenix Police Department. He's also the assistant chief chief of police for the Dallas Police Department. I'm excited to have on the program with us here, Chief Daniel Garcia with us here. Chief, how are you, my friend? Doing well. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. It's a, it's a such an important topic to talk about this issue with the school shootings and finding ways to curb this. I don't know why they're happening more outside of just having really evil, sick, mentally unstable individuals going and doing really sick-minded things, but are there ways that we can actually prevent this and maybe start to defend our children a little bit better? Well, first off, I, I think the, the, the first piece of it is securing our schools. And that means investing money, putting money into budgets, into schools to allow police officers to be part of the of the uh, what's going to be visible every day. They're called police resource officers. A lot of schools already have them, but I think that needs, you need to have officers at every school. That, that's the bottom line. We can secure our schools. It just takes the money to do it. But there's other ways, too. There's a lot of technology out there that we can use. Yeah. There, there is a lot of technology. Why? First off, let's back up a little bit. Why do you think this is happening a little bit more? Is it the accessibility to firearms? Is it, do you think, the mental health focusing communities? From your perspective as law enforcement, who sees people on the streets and sees what's going on with crime in communities, I mean, are you seeing an uptick in this? And why do you think it's happening now more so than it did before? Well, we're certainly seeing uptick, uptick in crime. But the fact is, I think the mental health issue is the number one topic that is driving the uh, the violent issues across our country. The fact is, we've done a poor job in the mental health field, not only from providing that type of, of assistance to people, but the bottom line is, is uh, when you have someone that, that that's determined to be an active shooter and, and to take on these types of issues, you have to have the right technology, and that's moving into the second subject, to be able to address that issue and address it fast. What you have in Uvalde, an active shooter, was not a barricaded person, and if we learned anything from 1999 in Columbine, it's when you have an active shooter, you've got to react fast and you've got to terminate the shooter, period. That is very true. In Uvalde, I know more information is coming out with that investigation on what happened in Uvalde, but why did it take so long, law enforcement, to get in there? They said the door was locked, and then we found out maybe it wasn't locked. But uh, for going almost for an hour with an active shooter in a school, 
That's crazy because, I mean, usually police are in there within minutes trying to eliminate if they're actually there on the scene. You're, you're absolutely right, Andy. The fact is, is, is the Uvalde incident was an absolute tragedy and has really set back law enforcement across the United States in many years. The fact is, we learned in 1999, when you have an active shooter, you have to address the shooter immediately. And, and you go in there, even to the point of, of moving past victims to get to the shooter, to, to stop the shooting, period. Yeah. But the fact is, we have technology today, for example, in Quest, we have a technology today, a digital video technology that, for example, everything those four officers in that hallway could see, the command staff could see, the headquarters could see, the chief of police could see, and vice versa. Anything that's happening outside with our drones, with our helicopters, we can actually type in video, digital video, directly to the officers in the ground to make real-time videos with real-time decisions. To, to, to address these types of incidents now. Yeah, talk talk about Quest for a minute. And for those that don't know, KWESST, the Public Safety and Critical Incident Management, talk about what is Quest and talk about some of this technology because that sounds fascinating. Well, Quest has been around for at least since about nine years now, but mainly their technology was focused on the military. It's called digitization. The fact is, is that this year Quest contacted me and we just started talking about moving that technology into law enforcement. This was the type of technology, Andy, that as a law enforcement officer, I would sit in front of the nightly news and watch and, and, and see how this technology is being used by the military. And I'm looking at the TV going, why don't we have this? <laughs> well, it's real-time digital video technology. It's worn by the officers. It's connected to their cameras. Whatever they see, the command staff can see. The command post can see. Whatever we're seeing from drones, we can send it right back down to them, and they can see it in real-time video. Wow. It's modular, portable, it's scalable, it's securable, it's interoperational, and we can make it all talk to each other. So when you have an active shooter, well, even when you have a barricaded person, we can see directly what the officers are seeing on the ground. Yeah. That's a great opportunity. It reminds me of like an episode of 24, seeing some of that with all the video and, and uh, all the technology that they use to stop terrorism. And you're, you're right. I mean, this is what law enforcement could use to stop an active shooter dead in their tracks. Well, and the fact is, Andy, that, that law enforcement across the United States has been hampered by this in many ways, not only with the anti-police movement, but I got to tell you, city governments across the United States only fund what they funded last year. And the answer is always at least it had been prior to the, the last this year, was hire more cops. Well, we're not even doing that now. But the fact is, technology is always at the bottom end. And there is video technology out there that allows us to use this, to have that information, to make real-time decisions based on real-time video. Yeah, I love that. Talking about other ways to stop these shootings, especially at schools and public schools, having more law enforcement on the ground is always essential. Like you mentioned, actually having a resource officer there or at least a couple resource officers. The idea is floated around as well about being able to have teachers uh, do self-defense courses or being able to conceal carry or having some type of ability to stop a shooter as well. Is that an option to do uh, teaching either a, an adult or a teacher themselves actually have this training in the classroom? Well, you know, certainly that's something that, that we have to consider and allow them to have that option. I mean, we've got teachers trying to protect children by strictly standing in front of the, an active shooter. Yes. If they, if, 
if, if America believes that, that arming our teachers is an option and our teachers are willing to do that, I fully support that issue. But let's be realistic. Not every teacher wants to use a firearm. Sure. Not every can be proficient in using a firearm. Not every teacher is ready to use deadly force. So should we consider other options? Absolutely. Quest has a para-ops device. It's a non-lethal device. It's a launcher that shoots, that shoots an inert powdered projectile that disintegrates once it hits you, but it disseminates a chemical irritant. Well, when you have an active shooter, you want to get him off his game. You want to get him off his script. He's been an active shooter, and he's been practicing this scenario in his mind for maybe years. Anything you can do to distract him, to provide you cover, to provide you an opportunity to escape, to distract him, those are good things when you encounter an active shooter. It gives you time to, to formulate a plan and get away from him. Para-ops, it comes in a, in a single-shot or a five-shot model, is certainly an option that I think we should consider. I like that idea. We're talking with the, the Assistant Chief of Police for the Dallas Police Department, uh, Daniel Garcia, also with Quest, KWESST.com. You can check out all the cool stuff they have on their website as well. In preventative measures, is it a good idea? Do you think we got just about a minute or so here uh, before we kind of wrap up? But do you think it's a good idea? And I hate to think about this because, oh, how the times have changed. But the metal detectors, the locked doors, all the security when a, when a, when a student walks into the school building themselves, are we heading down that road, and is that necessary, do you think, in today's time? Well, un unfortunately, Andy, I think it is. You know, the fact is is that uh, we have to secure our schools. And, and, in, and in the Uvalde case, the security measures we've used actually helped the shooter because uh, he used a locked door. They say it was locked. Uh, I, the information keeps changing. I mean, I'm not 100%. But quite honestly, um, that technology – can work both ways. If a shooter breaks through that technology, that technology is now in his favor. But the but the bottom line is still very strongly believe that that we have to use any type of target hardening uh, our schools to make it difficult for somebody to just walk in there yeah. and certainly do what what happened to Uvalde. It's a sad ordeal, and it's something we need to be aware of, and I think these are absolutely great tips that we can to start moving in the right direction. It's the Assistant Police Chief for the Dallas Police Department, Daniel Garcia. I appreciate it, my friend, very much. Keep up the great work. Let's get you back on the show again real soon. I'd love to do this again. All right, Andy, thanks. Hey, appreciate that very much. All right, we'll take a break. We'll wrap up. Uh, we'll break some of this down when we come back here. Is this the way to go? Is this the future of public schools? Trying to stop mass shooters. We'll talk about that when we come back here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes on the program here. Thanks again to Daniel Garcia, Chief Daniel Garcia. You can find his website as well at DanielVGarcia.com. Go and check out what he's doing. You can also check out their program, Quest, to KWESST.com, and see what the next generation of equipment and safety procedures are for the military and for law enforcement i think it's a great opportunity now it really comes down to again that helps minimize the threat or at least shorten the length of the threat but again how do you prevent this stuff let's go to the root cause let's unveil the layers of the onion here shall we because i'm sick and tired of just trying to do damage control afterwards remember that's what government does is damage control they can't solve anything they can't fix anything they just pass a bill later on afterwards be like well we hope this works but this is the feel-good bill for you to think that we've done something to make your life a little bit better and we all know how well the government actually does that so yeah uvalde was a big wake-up call 19, what was it, 19 students and two or three teachers? I mean, the, that was the final number at the end of the day. That's a scary number with how many students died in an elementary school. That's unacceptable with, at least from what we're seeing, multiple different reports of opportunity for them to be able to stop the bad guy. But to sit back for an hour, an hour with a guy with a gun in a school for an hour any coherent commonsensical human being on the face of the earth on the face of the earth would be like wow that's really dumb why are we not going in and doing something and it took one guy a border patrol agent one guy who by the way got shot in the head and got scraped on the top of the head was the one that ended up going in and stopping the bad guy the, you, yeah law enforcement you failed big time on that one you failed massively on that one and it's going to take a long time you already had a bad rep as law enforcement from the other side of the aisle, especially for, you know, jumping to conclusions and doing something irrational, according to them, on certain situations as well with minorities, if you know what I'm talking about. But now you sit back for an hour and allow little children to get shot up. That's it's unacceptable. That is not OK. I don't care if the door is locked, then you break down the damn door. You do whatever it takes to get the bad guy out. If he's barricaded himself in a room, you lock it in. Not to like go back to my reference of my school shooting, but the guy, when he came in and he took a shot in the classroom, there was a law enforcement, because we'd had a, a resource officer in our school. There was an officer outside of the door talking and negotiating with him within two minutes of him 
actually locking that door. Now, he said that it was all going to be done at 4 p.m. and gave a deadline. So law enforcement and the SWAT team was there, by the way, within five minutes of the incident and was there outside the door ready for him at 4 p.m. to barge in and do, do the bidding because he still had a few children in the classroom. But you were there. They were trying to do what they could. And one casualty, well, two including him, but one casualty of a student is better than just sitting back and be like, oh, well, you know, we can't go in there, don't want to hurt anything, and allowing him to just go on a rampage and harm more individuals. That is going to damage law enforcement and the uh, reputation of schools for a long time. What do we do to solve this issue? It goes so much deeper. It goes so much deeper. Let's prevent it from even happening in the first place, or at least limiting it from happening in the first place, which is the mental health focus, which is the American values, which is the family values. Let's not continue to try and divide families. Let's not make parents have to work two or three or four jobs and never see their children to where they have to throw on a movie or a video game to distract them because they don't. They're not there to take care of them or they're too tired to do so when they are there, never giving the attention to the child and then feeling neglect, going through the teenage years, which is very difficult, going through the bullying phases and having to deal with life without the parents. And then all of a sudden, Democrats, who created the mess, by the way, and I do blame Democrats, uh, the establishment, moderate Republicans, mainstream Republicans and Democrats alike on that one. I do blame them for creating that type of system. Creating the inflation, creating the bad economy, creating it and making it harder for people to live, wanting the family values to be torn apart, not wanting us to have the family dinners at the dinner table together. I do blame government 100% on that. Then you throw in the mental health issue and look at what you have. You have the recipe for disaster. And sure, we can build up the walls around the schools and we can put in the security monitors and we can put in the metal detectors and we can put in the law enforcement officers, but still the one, two, three casualties that they still can't take out when they choose to do so is too many. Let's try and solve the issue. And every minute you Democrats spend on trying to take away guns is a minute wasted on something that can actually be done productively. Just throwing that out there. Let's do something real. Let's actually be real catalysts for change. Let's actually do something really productive and not just go to the government and expect us to feel good at the end of the day. That's what I'm all about. Productivity, baby. Productivity and efficiency. That's what we're all about here on this program, which is why we're out of time, my friends. Back at it again tomorrow for a midweek celebration. Remember, this is your show. It's time for you to always speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media